Okay. We rolling? Oh, we rolling. <laughs> we rolling, rolling, rolling. Episode seven. You know that's a lucky number of mine. Yes, yes. So, episode seven. Terrible reception podcast. Terrible. Terrible. What? Reception. I'm guessing that's French. I don't know. <laughs> Reception. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> so this is episode seven, guys. You have made it this far yes. with our nonsense, this stupidity. My name is Jay Suarez. And I'm Parlay of Benetton. Benetton. <laughs> As a collective, we are Parlay Benetton. and Jay of Benetton. <laughs> And you are now tuned in to the Terrible Reception Podcast. Of Benetton. <laughs> What's good, everybody? How you guys doing? How was your day today, sir? Cold. Yeah. Very Talk cold. I've been out all day. I mean, I don't know. We sound like we're like from Canada or something. It says, the weather app that I have right now, it says seven degrees. But it feels like negative 18 degrees. Before you got here, I actually saw on the internet, they said uh, since global warming is getting worse, mm -hmm. that they expect, I don't know if it's true or not, but they're saying like in the Midwest and across the country, we're, we're going to start to get like numbers like minus 50. Yay. So. Yay. Be on the lookout for that. Time to layer up. <laughs> I think in... um. In Chicago, it's like negative 20 right now or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Some crazy. Unfortunately, I saw my friend. He said, uh, as of last night, they like lost like 15 homeless people. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Froze, like, you know, froze to death. Mm -hmm. I never crazy. even understood the like the weather thing when it says seven degrees, but feels like negative 18. So why don't they just say it's negative 18? Um, because I think it's kind of like one of those things. It's like the wind chill. It's kind of like. If a room is 98 degrees, it doesn't change that it's 98 degrees. So it's but you might, boys. It, it might be. <laughs> Your Backstreet Boys. It's just NSYNC is waving you. Like I hope our crowd fan. isn't young enough to uh, not catch that. That should apply. Over. Yeah. Anyway. Guys, just look up Justin Timberlake and go back from there. <laughs> no, Nick Lachey, bro. 98 degrees. Oh, I was just talking about NSYNC. That's what oh. I said. <laughs> Nobody mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> the Backstreet Boys just come back. <laughs> but NSYNC wasn't in the Backstreet Boys. What about kids on the block? New kids on the block. New kids on the block. Not the old. Well, they should, they're old as fuck right old now. Old kids on the block. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess we could get this thing rolling. Um, <laughs> let's see. What should we start with today? Oh, I want to make a couple corrections. Okay. I re-listened. Well, when we were editing the uh, episode six yes. yesterday, right? I noticed I made lots of mistakes oh. with the Firefest thing, right? Mm -hmm. So the a-hole... His name is not Brian. Okay. I called him Brian a bunch of times. I don't know why. I noticed that. It's not that like so, I would have done better by telling you like, no, his name is. I'm like, I'm like the worst with Billy. Name. <laughs> so Billy McFarlane. I'm going to make that correction because I know you guys are prob probably listening to episode six. His name is not Brian. At least you stayed in the B range. True. True. I don't know why you I know brought that up, but I guess Billy Brian. Billy Brian Thornton. <laughs> Billy Brian Thornton. So scamming, um, scamming people out here, Billy Brian Thornton. So uh, I finished the second documentary mm -hmm. of the Firefest. Okay. And another correction I wanted to make is I put, I said it was only thirty five minutes long. Oh. <laughs> Which is funny because I was looking at the app, right, mm -hmm. at the Hulu app, and it shows the little thumbnail for the thing. Yeah, it yeah. says, uh, I forget the name of the thing, Fire something. Yeah, yeah, and then it would show the runtime. 
Gotcha. So for some reason, there was like a line mm-hmm. and then underneath it, it said 30 minutes, oh. 35 minutes. And I was like, oh, this thing is only 35 minutes long. And I'm explaining episode six, like, oh, it's only 35 minutes long. And I'm like 35 minutes through this thing. And I'm like, wait, this thing's still going. Oh, my God. So I go back and I was like, I completely ignored that first line that said one dot 37 minutes. So it's oh an hour God. and 37 minutes long. So wow. um, I didn't like the Netflix, the Netflix one better, though. Yeah, the Netflix one was like, I swear, like the whole time it gave me like really high anxiety. Mm-hmm. I was feeling for everybody in the situation, like all their anxieties, like uh-huh. coupled into one and like hit my chest. And I was like, like no, this and isn't going to work. I was like, yo, Jay, watch this. It's, it's like, like ja, it's not going to work, man. It's not going to work. <laughs> so, so the second one, um, they interviewed different people. I think there might have been one or two people from the Netflix one that was also in the Hulu one. Yeah, yeah. It was that like that preppy looking white kid. Yes. He, was, he looked kind of douchey. Yeah, he, he was did. in the second, the other one. And they actually had Billy McFarlane in yeah, the... Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. In well, the... Look, we have a guest on our show. They just wanted to come in. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> That's so weird. It's Richard's mother, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where was I? Uh, so in the the Hulu one, they actually had Billy on the um, documentary, and apparently he got paid to do it. Mm. And he was at, getting asked so many questions that he wasn't even answering. It was so uncomfortable Damn. watching him being interviewed about this fuck fest that he did. Jesus. So, yeah, if you haven't checked it out, check out the Netflix one, Hulu one. I guess you could watch it to get more information, but they were very similar. The Hulu one was more comedic in a sense, mm. where it's like they try to make these crazy situations a little more lighthearted with like cutscenes in between with like, I don't know, like little memes and stuff like that, trying to make things a little lighter. But yeah, but yeah man, but that lady um, in the Hulu one, they... Uh, Somebody started to go fund me for her. I'm hoping that she did well, get I'm the money. Well, she was, I guess she was also in the Netflix one. Though? I didn't see the Hulu no, one. No, no, my bad. In the Netflix one, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That lady, she, uh, apparently somebody started to go fund me and raised a lot of money for her. So that's pretty dope. Yeah, because I was like, damn, man, that was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So, and she was still like very positive about it too. Even though you could tell in her eyes, she's like super heartbroken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I also saw the Avicii documentary today. Oh, the one I told you about. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was also very super uh, upsetting. Yeah, very much. Uh, so. Very talented young individual. Yeah, uh, man. He loved to just do what he did, and then mm-hmm. like when that uh, whole popularity and fame comes your way, you don't get to really do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to to pay the bills. So. Yeah, I think it was more like he was mismanaged in the sense he was basically driven into the ground. Yeah, because yeah. throughout the documentary, they show you how many shows he's played in a matter of how many exactly. years. It was in like a matter of like eight years, he did eight hundred sixteen shows or something like that. Yeah, it was quite a few. Yeah, even at towards the end, he was he kept on saying like, "Dude, I can't do this anymore." And they were like, "Oh, just one more, just one yeah. more." Instead of three, do one. Yeah, people but, don't realize like there are differences <laughs> between you know extroverts and introverts, and like if you are somebody that's an introvert, you need a lot to like really grasp your attention like most of the time it's overwhelming for introverts to like hold a conversation like small talk Mm -hmm. networking is like their worst fears or Mm -hmm. gives them really high anxiety for like while you know extroverts are like they live off that they feed off of other people's energy at parties Mm -hmm. and stuff so he avici being introverted um 
had a whole lot of trouble dealing with that lifestyle because that's a big part of the music business is networking. You could see it too. Like when he was being interviewed by a couple people, he just looked so awkward. And so he didn't know what to do, what to say or anything like that. And uh, yeah, he also got sick too while he was on there and he didn't know what, how to fix it. Doctors didn't know how to fix it. So that's why I think it's always important. Kind of like almost like what we do where we have a subconscious that you're like, let me check in on my health. Mm -hmm. Let me know what's wrong because some people just keep going or they just listen to the first thing that's, advise to them like take this or do that and then that leads to a whole set of other problems that we also discuss so mm-hmm. it's all connected would you consider yourself an introvert or an extro- extrovert i've been thinking about this one too because i like, what would you call somebody that's in between because i feel like that's where we kind of land yeah yeah you know? because i feel like i can entertain people in the network thing but i do when i do end up getting home i'm drained so i don't know if that makes me an introvert and like i feel like between you and i like i feel like you like going to the club and stuff like that i hate clubs oh you hate clubs yes well i see you at the club a lot not the club i see you at bars bars and stuff i can't do that i can't do that bars are different they're mad chill i get like claustrophobic in those places no i hate clubs so much yeah i just i don't know like i feel like um i don't know i'm always here type of thing like i like i like going to different things but it's also like i can't go to concerts i don't like concerts I like I'm more just like this is a dope like uh, if I go on vacation something like that that's like really pleasing to me but as you saw like even when we discussed like going to Six Flags stuff like that gives me the highest anxiety where everybody else is like this is my life and I'm like how do you do this (laughs) so yeah I I feel like um, we are introverts but when we have to like snap out of it when it comes to getting what we want mm. um that's when we could flip that switch who, do, who so that's you, why i'm like trying to figure out what's an in between for that what celebrity do you think is similar to us that you think is like introverted but can be extrovert when they need mm. wow people are just loud in the background <laughs> um i don't know i can't think of anybody off the top of my head because i don't know anybody personally because yeah. um, I'm seeing more of that exposure in social media of people mm-hmm. being just honest chill. with mm-hmm. their introvert or extrovert mm-hmm. type of lifestyle. Like they're like they'll 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 tell the host of the show like I'm an introvert. Mm-hmm. This is kind of hard for me. Versus some people mm-hmm. are like oh I love doing this whatever. I guess I feel like it's part of the transparent movement. Yeah, I mean I think <sighs> logic might be one. Yes. Because he always says yes. that he doesn't fuck with nobody. He just yeah, stays yeah. in his house and does nothing. But Logic, and then 100%. when he has to turn it on, he turns it on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you kind of have to know. like as a performer. Mm-hmm. But then some people feel... Oh, also like the artist was talking about, Summer Rae. Mm-hmm. Summer Rae is very introverted. Mm-hmm. She's actually actually very awkward to watch. But like when she does answer... Performing or talking? Talking. Okay. But like when she does answer, <clears throat> it's just very thorough. It's like mm-hmm. so honest. It's like not something somebody else would probably want to hear or it's not maybe entertaining for somebody else, but it's real. Like I was watching, uh, what is it, uh, um, Beats? Mm. Apple Apple, Apple One or is it called Beats? Beats One. Beats One, mm-hmm. right? So I was watching that and there's like a, a hostess, she's like English and she was interviewing Summer uh, Walker mm. and she's like, 
what do you really want to like do with your life like with this money and stuff she's like honestly i just want to start making my own soap (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like that's That's super random and she's like she's like what kind of car are you buying she's like kind of getting a hyundai for now and she's like, that is some real shit. She's like, why are you getting a Hyundai? She's like, I have to save money. Like, if I need to build the soap, I need to get a house. Say Hyundai one more time. Hyundai. <laughs> so random. Like, you would actually, like, wake up in the morning like, hmm, my dream is to make a soap one day. Yeah, you never know. Like, if your goal is to become, like, this super successful musician so you can make your own soap, like, you never know what somebody's goal is. Yeah, I could see that. It's dope. Yeah. Soap is just interesting. To me. It's dope to make soap. <laughs> <But boom. laughs> I would want to make my own cereal. I don't know why. Mm. I feel like that was like big back in the day. What would you call it? I don't know. For some reason, in my head, the it. first thing that popped would be like called Crispy J's. Crispy J's. And it like it's you on the front with some sneakers, but you're like animated. You're no, like, it has to be something different because I feel like crispy is already taken, right? Crispy something. Mm. Crispy. Is it taken? No, it's cook- cookie crisp. Crispy cream. Do they still make that? <laughs> crispy <laughs> cream. Donuts. Cereal would have been like, yo, insta diabetes. <laughs> like, you want this? Remember that first time you tried Krispy Kreme? Oh my God. I Dude. told you to get a couple. You only got one and you regretted only getting one. So. Basically, I was in the car with uh, Jay, Uh and we were driving through Jersey City because we were looking for a place to shoot. Just like one of those random, just pick up the camera, let's drive somewhere and shoot. Always like on his Instagram, I would see like he would get a dozen, and it looked like one was like that Homer Simpson donut. (laughs) The pink one. The pink one. (laughs) And and, like he had like all these assortments. He had the one that was like without the glaze, but it was like a... Uh, what they call a claw or crawl uh, something with a k a crawler i don't know what kind of donut it is but it's usually just like sugar coated i just mm-hmm. saw them and they look like super delicious and my whole life i would go into a 7-eleven and you always notice the crispy cream little box section like mm-hmm. right and i was just like i never knew what the hype was i never ever like even tried it on my own to say you know what i'm gonna get this tonight or never Good so, thing you did it because those were probably trash. The ones, yeah, that, uh, yeah, Seven Eleven. And I actually thought there was creaming it, cream in it, and I was never a fan of like Boston cream or stuff. Everybody else would be, be like, "Oh, cream!" Want. And I'm just like, <laughs> "I don't." Could want... be cream if you want. No, no, no. <laughs> I just I don't mess with that. I was just like, man, I don't like that taste. I, I don't never, like the I never, texture. Yeah, I never liked the texture and just like the, I don't know this. The net. I don't know. It just felt weird. If like, kids would come donut, to school, like, yeah. If kids would come to school, like even with Munchkins or something, I'd be like, "Give me a chocolate one, something like chocolate glaze, is always chocolate my glaze, thing. right? Or blueberry, blueberry glaze. Yeah, super <clears throat> good." So Jay was hyping this up for a minute. He's like, "I go to Jersey City. They have the yeah. factory." He made it sound like Willy Wonka's factory. He's like, "They make fresh donuts." Yeah, you know, like I usually don't hype things up too. Oompa Loompas serve you each time, and I'm just like, "This is amazing." <laughs> You so, want to p- call those hardworking people at Krispy Kreme Oompa Loompas? No, let's not get it twisted. I don't want a lawsuit. But listen, so he, so Jay was like, there's a lot of traffic. I almost felt like, you know when your parents are like, I'll drop you off and then like I'll come pick you up. And Just I'm like, me in the corner. That's like what Jay did. He like dropped me off in front of Krispy Kreme and I'm there feeling like I, like, I just got off like 
a plane from a foreign country and I stepped America for the first time. Oh, God, I hate airport, airports so much. I hate pe- picking up people at the airports. It's the most annoying Especially thing from where we're from. Like, you have to go miles to, like, get to New York and JFK. But, so, like, I'm looking up at the Krispy Kreme donut sign and it's kind of like, you hear the, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, this looks... That's what it feels like when you walk in there. Yeah, and, it, like, you see the whole, like, assembly line and how they're being made, like... Got the dough dipping into the fryer, it comes out the fryer, and they're like, you know, doing their whole glaze thing. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was overwhelmed. I'm like, what do I go with? And so many choices. Yeah, I was thinking about it the whole time. I see everybody's like, they're picking them out, like they mm-hmm. look like usuals. So I get to the the lady, and I'm like, what should I do? Like, this is my first time here. She's like, go with an original, go with a classic. And I'm like, sure. I'm like, what about the chocolate one too? She's like, go with that as well. So. It's kind of like reminds me of the episode of Fresh Prince where like Will had like a Philly cheesesteak from Philly and like you could see the grease soaking through the bag and he was Mm -hmm. explaining like, yo, this is what makes a Philly cheesesteak the best. Just the grossness of it. Yeah, but like (laughs) I felt the warmth and I was like, wow, like this is really fresh. And then I was outside. I took my first bite and I was like, one, it was like it was instant nostalgia in the sense of like, this is my first like american thing being in america for a while and being like wow this is truly american delicious you know what i'm saying so i can imagine like when anybody from another country like goes on a vacation with their family to new york or something this is like what like i don't know like an eclair is to an american visiting paris or something so i just i ate both of them before jay even picked me up and like i was just named a fat bastard that whole day yeah, they call you fatty yeah they're like hey fatty <laughs> fatty so i was like oh man but yeah man those, those donuts are crack man it ruined not that it ruined but it opened my eyes to what donuts should taste like yeah because it's like, not too sweet mm-hmm. and that's what i love i hate overly sweet things mm-hmm. like i'm not that guy like it's like perfectly sweet yeah and if you catch them on a good day you can actually see them going into the fryer and coming out <sighs> I went the first few times and I didn't catch it. And then the last time I went, I actually saw them going yeah. in there. So like, and, um, before you guys judge, it's it's a one-time it's a judge-free thing. zone here, it's man. It's a judge-free zone. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just try a Krispy Kreme donut. You'll do your life some. Yeah. I know we were talking but keto. You'll, you'll never stuff. go back to Dunkin' Donuts donuts, though. No. I tried. The only thing I can have from Dunkin' Donuts is the munchkins, like the chocolate glaze. I like the but, smell of Dunkin' Donuts. You go into mm-hmm. a Dunkin' Donuts, and it's, it's like the coffee. perfect balance of coffee and donuts. Mm-hmm. It's like it's not overwhelming coffee smell. It's not an overwhelming smell of like sugar. I'd be like one of those weird guys <laughs> that like enter Dunkin' Donuts in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> okay, and then I leave. Right? And they're like, can we help you? Or like, no, I'm fine. I'm satisfied. I'm good. <laughs> I I find myself going to Dunkin' Donuts for their bathrooms now. Really? Yeah. Because they, they have like super clean bathrooms. No. Oh, not at all. So you enjoy super dirty bathrooms? Because nine times out of ten, they let you use the bathroom without oh, bothering okay. you. Gotcha. Without saying, hey, you're going to buy something. I love Starbucks. Go- I love going to, like, I've gone to a couple weddings or, like, I've gone to, you know, like, when we've had, like, um, I don't know, like, interviews or, like, meetings at record labels and stuff. And, like, you go into that lobby and they're like, where's your bathrooms? Or you go to the mall and they have those ones where they have like the individual st- stalls that are like closed off to the public. It's actually a door. Yeah. And then it'll go to another door and that's closed. Yeah. And you just feel like you're on, in your own space. Mm-hmm. I love those bathrooms. Like if you're one of those people that you feel like you can shit in peace because it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like I can never 
your shit in peace. No. Like, it's one of those things, like, I'd rather wait till I get home mm-hmm. than anything. Yeah. Same and I don't here. know if anybody else feels like that, but it's like... Mm-hmm. No, I'd rather because that's like my alone time. Yeah. I'll like check emails. I'll check my Instagram. I'll check my Twitter while I'm on the bathroom. I sit on the bath the toilet so long that my legs go numb. Oh my god! <laughs> I also feel like it's weird because it's like I don't know. I think it's in like men's bathrooms. There's this weird thing, right? If it's not too occupied, I notice that guys are weird knowing that another guy's in there. So like you'll be on the toilet, right? And then somebody will like come in. And then, like, they'll notice you're there, and, like, some guys are weird. They'll start, like, grunting extra hard. They'll be like, <clears throat> like, they'll do little things. They'll be, like, ripping, like, you know, toilet paper off the thing. Be like, yeah. And you're just like, why do you need to make all these mm-hmm. noises? Or the guy that comes next to you, he'll sit next to you. And then you're like, you'll stop, like, doing whatever you're doing because you want to be quiet. And then he'll stop. Mm-hmm. And then you'll hear the He's little. Like waiting one or the other. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> and you're just like. <laughs> and everybody's just like at a standstill and then somebody will just go Yo, that's and then, so funny. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i feel that's a reality I, like, that's the funny thing is that i went through that because at my last well one of my jobs right yeah i used to work with a lot of females mm-hmm. there was literally me and maybe one other guy for a very long time okay and then we used to usually work opposite shifts mm-hmm. so there was always a Female bathroom, male bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I used to have the male bathroom to myself. Okay. So whenever I was like be bored or, you know, I had to use the bathroom, I would have my privacy. I would have my own bathroom and stuff like that. But then I went to this other job where the bathroom was like a, I guess you would call it communal. Where it was like on one floor and all the offices used the same bathroom. Gotcha. So it's kind of like a dorm type thing mm-hmm. where, you know, everybody shares one bathroom. So I would always use the stall at the end. Mm. So there was one day same situation i'm sitting on the toilet nobody's there i'm letting go you know doing my thing and then somebody comes in sits in the stall right next to me and then i would have to hold it right and i'm like damn i still got some more and then i'm waiting for this guy to finish up and then so he i can finish up doing my thing and then this guy starts grunting and groaning and plopping and splashing uh, and all these noises well just, you either have like shameless shane Mm-hmm. Or you have like this guy had no shame at all. Or you have discreet like Derek. Mm-hmm. Discreet Derek is worse discreet. because he's gonna challenge you. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be like, who's more discreet? No, Versus this, like this shameless Shane is just like <laughs> that was shameless Shane. It's right there because this guy went in, and I understand it's a bathroom, but come on, man. Like, why do you have to grunt so much? Like, if right. you're just drying your hands, just like, like grunt. And you're like, yeah, that's some good uh, drying of my hands, and you're just, just like grunt in silence. It's like bro. way too much. Yeah, man. So it's like, ugh, damn. Or there's that awkward like. You both like reveal who you are behind these doors, and like there's that slow motion walk to the like, yeah, to washing your hands, and you're looking at each other like, "What do you want? How do you feel?" Yeah, ten pounds lighter. Oh my god! (laughs) How do we get here? (laughs) I never want to know. I guess this is a good uh, spot to go into one of the first segments so speaking about shit here's tech yeah. talk <laughs> so let's go into tech talk my friend so yes. this week what do we got this week we have the dji ronin s mm-hmm. and if you guys don't know what that is that is a single handheld stabilizer <laughs> i thought you were gonna wait for the train to pass by <laughs> i was kind of waiting on both but i'm like you know what okay so anyway dji this year released this guy and this guy 
is amazing. I know it, you guys are looking at it like, what is that? It looks kind of like already broken. But um, here is the stabilizer in the sense you put your camera on here. There are three access uh, motors, one, two, three. And basically when you're moving, it's keeping your camera super, super still. So it's an incredible gadget to have if you guys are shooting music videos or weddings. Because at the same time, this part comes out. But what you do is you screw it onto the bottom, right? And it's kind of like an extension of the grip. But it also unfolds to become what you would like lay down on a table. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, it's kind of like a tripod sort of. Yeah, it's kind of like a tripod so you can like place it down and you mm -hmm. don't have to always bring like the cage with the other gimbal. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So again, it opens up like this and then you can place it wherever you want. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then in the back right here, you guys have triggers so it can go up and down. Depending on the camera that you have, it has a follow focus. So that means this, um, through usually Bluetooth, um, connects to your camera, and you guys can add a additional piece where you start having a motorized follow focus uh, for your lens, and that's pretty incredible. This little boy is a beast because it can hold red cameras. I've seen it. Um, it can also hold like. 70 to 200 lenses which you guys are knows those are pretty big lenses mm -hmm. um so the uh just to jump in really quick yeah the one that you had before what was it the ziyun crane or whatever ziyun crane yeah Yeah. so the ziyun crane an issue we had with that one was it couldn't hold the weight of the camera right because yeah. so when like when we put it on it, it was just forward like, it like start shaking yeah so um this one i used at a wedding a few months ago and it's like incredible yeah, yeah. As opposed to the Ronin M, which we've spoken about before yeah. in one of our YouTube videos <clears throat> that we use for our music video, mm -hmm. which it does its job. But this for like weddings is beautiful yeah. because um, it's lighter. You can use one handed, mm -hmm. you can use it two handed if you want. And you could even take <clears throat> this off and like, mm -hmm. like attach it to other things. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes like a gimbal, like on an RC car mm -hmm. or stuff like that. Cause they have those. That's dope. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, um, this literally like comes off strap mm -hmm. here. Oh, hello phone. But, um, also like you can trigger your camera. So like there's a record button back here. So if you press it with your thumb, mm -hmm. uh, it starts recording without having to press your camera. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's with that sensor in the front. Right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And um, last but not least, I would say that what's dope about this one is that with the trigger, um, it has a 360 rotation. So basically, um, you know, when you're filming somebody, it can start doing 360s with the camera. So you could start tilting the camera. And I think that's more of like an artistic effect. Mm -hmm. But it's one of the first um, gimbals that are able to do that. So between holding a lot of weight for being a little device, mm -hmm. um, being so accessible, so reliable, um, especially in the stable footage. Like it's, there's a difference between like, you know, the big one and the small one. This one, I wouldn't say keeps things 100% like stable perfectly, but you can still run with it. Like there's mm -hmm. a sport mode. And like, once you get into post and you add a little bit of stabilization, flawless, flawless. So, and learn how to, um, 
learn how to move with these guys because mm -hmm. people think you just turn it on and you like start walking however you want <laughs> start doing parkour with this thing <laughs> yeah yeah that's not how it works so like you have mm -hmm. to literally learn how to walk with the gimbal to mm -hmm. get the footage extra stable yeah. we always call it the the ninja walk where it's like you take like you try to hold it as steady as possible with your arm yeah, yeah. and your hand and you just like take very careful not very careful but you know take steady steps if yeah. that makes any sense 100%. it's not like you're like walking like this no no <clears throat> it'll, it'll never work that way never never so but yeah i love that thing super super uh convenient beautiful design discreet and gets the job done. yeah versatile. very versatile so um i want to talk about another lovely app that i use okay this app is called Sweatcoin. Sweatcoin. Yeah, sounds gross. You always got some like uh, <laughs> some financial app. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm trying to get these people some money, bro. That's good. Yeah, man. So Sweatcoin is an app that allows you to make digital money mm -hmm. by walking outdoors. Is it Bitcoin like type of thing? No, no. not as crazy as that. Like, what do we call that? Uh, type of cryptocurrency it's Crypto not cryptocurrency gotcha. it's, it's very very small it's like we'll so send you monopoly money for living your life that's basically what it is gotcha. so it's like in a sense look at it as monopoly money but you can use it for offers that they offer okay. for example right now i have 270 sweat coins mm -hmm. and i got that from referring other people or walking outdoors mm. i don't do a lot of walking outdoors right now because it's too damn cold but um if i look into the offers that they have at the moment mm -hmm. They have um, gadget discovery. What is this? A fitness tracker mm -hmm. for 12 sweat coins and 99 sweat cents. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you would call that sweat net cents. But it's 12.99. Uh, what else they have here? Perspiration cents. A free month of Headspace meditation app for 9.99. What else? Something called Ear Fleek. Whatever Ear that Fleek. is must be cool because 200 sweat coins the only ear fleek of right now is like the new louis vuitton earbuds i hate those things you know why because i just got my airpods mind you i've bought airpods for my dad mm -hmm. and for amy and i never bought one for myself yeah just because you know whatever you guys use it more than i do whatever mm -hmm. i only use it at the gym whatever so they <clears throat> she got me one for christmas yeah so i'm like looking for reasons to use these things i'm like huh you know, I'll speak to broke people, you know what I'm saying? I'll speak to so broke people. I'm putting people. the AirPods in for no good reason. If they were water resistant, I'd probably jump in the shower with them. Mm. But um, then a few days, maybe like a week ago, I'm on Twitter, scrolling through Twitter, and then I see uh, Lil Yachty with the Louis Vuitton AirPods. And I'm like, I just got mine, bro. Come on. <laughs> Let me feel rich for a second. People were saying you sound like Obama. I was like, really? He sounds like Obama. Yeah, I, was like, I did I, hear that, but I didn't watch the video like I completely. Like, uh, I, I just got really that. upset and I like turned it off because yeah. it's like shitting on my life. No. But anyway, and I'm here sitting like the the AirPods cost like a million dollars. They only cost 150 bucks. <laughs> anyway, back to Sweatcoin. Cool. So uh, another cool thing is on here they do daily bonuses, where <clears throat> one day you can watch a like a ad video, mm -hmm. and they'll give you a bonus Sweatcoin. Nice. Then if you do it on a second day, uh, they'll give you two. And if you do it three days consecutively, they'll give you four. So I'm just like, wondering if like people have to be sweating <clears throat> while watching this. Like, I mean, you can. Like, oh my God, it's so <laughs> nervous. I guess like, that's, that's the point of it, to get you up and out. You know what I'm saying? 
up and at them <laughs> yeah so um you know i guess that's an incentive for you to jump on the app yeah, yeah. Like consecutive days more periodically or whatever um so yeah they have a whole bunch of offers you can make a lot of sweat sweat coins i hate saying that but that's what they're called uh, a lot of sweat coins you can actually uh convert some of your sweat coins for actual cash yeah, yeah. um i did it when was it a few weeks ago where i had um i think five people sign up and they give you like actual five dollars they send it mm. straight to your paypal account which is pretty dope. And then I see this uh, this dude that I follow on Instagram that has like a bunch of followers doing it. Yeah. So he converts like so many sweat coins that he gets like a thousand dollars, like actual cash. Oh wow! Transferred to his PayPal account. So, you know, that's in a sense to get out there. Um, the basic version, um, the basic version gives you a limit hmm. as to how many sweat coins you can make in a particular day. Because gotcha. I was killing it at first. I was like going to the park, going for walks and runs and stuff like that. And then I noticed that there's a limit. Yeah. <clears throat> so what I did is I upgraded. And the great thing about this is you don't have to pay cash. Okay. You don't have to put any credit card information or anything like that. They use your sweat coins as monthly a monthly subscription. How do they? Well, I'm just, I was about to ask, how do they make money? <clears throat> probably with the, the offers that are on there. They yeah. probably get paid by these certain Something companies like to get their objects or the products yeah. out there. And, um, but yeah, man. So that's, dope. that's sweat coin for you. Get your sweat on. Get your sweat on. Sponsor us, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> Somebody sponsor us. Damn it. So that's Tech Talk. Um, the next segment, I guess we could jump right into Poppy's Pop and Pop Culture, um, which I guess we covered in the beginning with the uh, the couple documentaries that we watched. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can you can you can expand on something if you. Um. I mean, with the Avicii documentary, it kind of, I, I never really like followed Avicii. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen him at like events and stuff like that. I never like, not that I never cared, but there's so many DJs out there. It's hard to keep up with them. There's you know what I mean? Many, many. So, you know, watching this documentary kind of let you dive into his personal life mm -hmm. and the people that were surrounding him, who was good, who was bad, who kind of, you know, uh, drove him to be successful and who kept him afloat. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always notice like was, these guys have like a really hardcore manager, like ASAP mm -hmm. Rocky. Even though he lost Yams, mm -hmm. hardcore manager. You know, like yeah. Avicii had his manager where he just believed in his product mm -hmm. and more than the person does at the time. And he's like, "I'm gonna make you famous." Right. And that's why I was like, "Oh man, it's mm -hmm. pretty interesting." Where those guys are just—they don't make. I don't think they have a lot of background. They're just ambitious. Mm -hmm. And like that guy was like basically using his his business savvy mindset where you know Avicii had gained popularity through his remixes and then like it became like a bidding war between labels mm -hmm. and after that it was kind of like his manager was like well such and such is offering us this much which it was a lie and he told like Sony or something like like that. They're like, all right, we'll either match it or give you what you want. And they're like, yo, we want five hundred thousand. And then from there, they're like, okay, fine, we'll give it to you mm -hmm. because they wanted to own the rights of that song. So every time I'm it sure got they, played, they made their money and then some with the songs they exactly. Put out. Like nobody's dumb in that situation, but it it, it goes <laughs> to show on a business aspect, you always need leverage. Like yeah. if you know something um, above the person that you're doing business with, you already gonna get it your way mm -hmm. until that person learns how to make their own leverage or has real leverage above you mm -hmm. and i think that's really interesting in business yeah the 
the one thing as a movie watcher that kind of let me down, which I kind of understood, mm-hmm. was it didn't lead up to what I thought it was going to lead up to. Yeah, it really dropped know? hard. Yeah. Like, the ending was just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm, like, looking at it while I was at the gym. I was watching the movie or whatever, and it's, like, 10 minutes left, and I'm like, okay, when are they going to cover, like, the aftermath of, like, his death what's and going stuff on, like yeah. that? I thought that's what they were going to Yeah, go I thought they were going to go into news news right. reports and stuff yeah. like that. Which I understand, I guess, for respect that of him, yeah. for him and his family and stuff like that. It's still that, very but, fresh. Yeah. still very fresh. I'm surprised they even came out with a documentary that mm-hmm. quickly. I'm not surprised. Hmm. And maybe, I guess, they were working on it the manager's like you know what bring this out we need the money that you didn't give to us yeah maybe they were just working out on a documentary i don't know i guess on mental health and the music yeah because they had a lot of clips like they had like behind the scenes of how he made um all his popular hits and it's like so dope to see like the background yeah he was with chris martin yeah he was with wyclef um and a couple i mean they have big names now, but it was, mm-hmm. back then they were like, you know, <clears throat> up and coming artists and yeah. singer songwriters. Yeah, man. It was just so dope seeing the creative process mm-hmm. and how talented he was as a musician. Because um, a lot of these, these, these DJs are either DJs or just producers. And it's tough to find someone that's an overall like dope artist. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? So a lot of people like, <clears throat> there's a difference between like, like again, like sincerity and just trying to be famous nowadays Mm -hmm. and and then the people that are sincere they can't deal with the fame yeah so yeah man so check that out the avici documentary netflix it was really good yeah man um what else did i watch i watched this thing called friends from college Mm -hmm. which is a really dope show that i watched sometime last year season one season two came out recently and i literally binged the whole second season in like four hours because it's an easy watch it's only like half hour episodes there's only eight episodes so i sat through like uh what day was it might have been sunday or saturday it was just like i wasn't doing anything i didn't want to go out it was just like my chill day so Mm. just banged out a bunch of episodes banged out the whole season it's really good it's um keegan michael k is his name think so the guy from key and peel yeah yeah the bald one yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um he's a character man yeah he is great man he was awesome on that show um well speaking of another they have kind of involvement too <clears throat> like i think it is beyond like it is the best thing i have seen in a while and i have to really put it out there big mouth <laughs> is one of the best series i I've... stopped watching big mouth it was a little too much for me what mm-hmm. nah I felt like it was falling off for me. Like the first season was great. And then the second season, I feel like they ran out of ideas. For me, it even got better. (coughs) Eh, I stopped watching it maybe like four or five episodes in. I'm going to have to disagree with Jay on this one. (laughs) Big Mouth is the ultimate show. Nah, I've seen better. (laughs) (laughs) What's better? Let me me hear something. Friends from College was better. (laughs) Which one? Friends from College. It's more substance. I mean, it's that, that, that humor that's like, okay pubes because i feel if you're and vagina i feel if, I get it. if you're like like a but it's so raw it's like mm-hmm. it's so random kind of has like that family guy randomness but it's not to me it's not too random mm-hmm. it's still going like family guys random out of nowhere That's somebody will come show. crashing I through the wall watching after a while i don't know it's just like blah. i just love it it's, sometimes mm-hmm. it's like dry humor within it so i mean it's not bad don't get yeah, me yeah. wrong it's not bad it's just i don't know it's just sec- the second season didn't really like hit me like the first one i guess the outrageousness of the first season was what 
caught me. Mm-hmm. And then I guess it kind of fizzled out for me. Cause it was like, oh, okay, I get it. It's I cool. feel like if you could catch on like with like certain characters really quickly and everybody knows about like the hormone monster, it's just amazing. That's the best character. Yeah. The hormone monster. <laughs> Man, I keep knocking into your camera. My bad. Don't knock that shit down, bro. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, there wasn't really much. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about. Okay. Which is something that just popped into my head, but um, Jordan Peele has a new movie coming out called mm. Us. Okay. And did you watch the trailer? Oh, wait, yes, I did. My man. It's the one where the family's in the car. Yeah. I saw that. But what I wanted to highlight was how they flipped this classic song. So this is I Got Five on it. Mm -hmm. And how they flipped this. Into the theme? Yeah. This is I Got Five on it. And this is how they flipped it. Are we going to get flagged for this? Hope not. So side note. Mm Mm-hmm. The few episodes ago when we got flagged for that, right? Mm-hmm. I think we had the setup so good mm-hmm. that it bit us in the ass. Really? Because I feel like if we play the music like this, mm-hmm. I don't think it would get read. Like, really? I don't think it'll uh, identify Re- it. Gotcha. Right? Oh, it's because it was so clear. Right. So it gotcha. was so clear that it was just, like, it was just like, nah, yeah. bruh. <laughs> Take your good quality the hell out of here. That's crazy. So let me see if I can find the part where they... So. Like us. Hope it's not too loud. No, I think it's good. So they flip this into like this creepy like. Oh, I hear it. Dun, 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 dun. That's what would come to. So they slowed it down like crazy. That's hard. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice that. That's super dope. Yeah, that's super, super they killed fresh. that shit, man. Whoever like thought of that at the board meeting, yeah, give him a raise. He was like, <laughs> "I got this." Let me go check my bank account. <laughs> so yeah, man, that guy, whoever that guy was, give him a raise. There's actually that was so dope. There's actually um, I don't know. I have like mad topics in my head. I just feel like they'd be mad random. I think I explained that to you before just we started the podcast. Throw them out there before we hit the gallery at the end. All right. Well. <clears throat> I want you to go on to your next topic first and then... Well, I'm all out of topics. Oh, you're all out of topics. Yeah. My last topic is kind of blah. Okay. I mean, we could go two ways, right? Do you want the red pill or the blue pill? My favorite color is red. Go. Okay, red pill. (laughs) Well, actually, speaking of favorite things, it's going to be your birthday. (laughs) Woo! Everybody give uh, Jay a happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Well, this is going to come up after my birthday. I know, but still, it's Right now, we're recording on the 30th, January 30th. And then tomorrow is your birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah, man. It's my birthday. But, uh, okay, red pill. Red pill. I was going to do, blue pill was going to be something kind of like sad and dark. Damn. But red pill is something more like funny, uplifting. Can we do both? We could do both. <laughs> Go. So right. basically, um, I know that. Wait, should we do the sad first and then uplift us? I don't know. That's, I mean, that's the, that's the hardest part about red pill, blue pill, blue pill. Go. Oh, <laughs> I know we uh Let's make some people sad. Some people know that we uh 
we come from a history in Benetton. And we start out as like a three-man group. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of lot of things that we never told the public or we oh, covered. We don't do this right now. <laughs> Pressure's off. I me. said red pill or blue pill. <laughs> you acted like it's me. not going to change somebody's life. Oh man, I thought this was a topic for me. Nah, man. Okay, that's why I said red pill, blue pill. So where pill. do we start? Because I don't want to give up too much information. Let's nah. let's do like an overall nutshell. So when you have, at least on my end, right? Because mm-hmm. on your end it was more personal, I think. Oh, but on my <laughs> oh, but on my end it was more of a. When you have creative differences with somebody mm-hmm. and the end goal does not match. And it's difficult for three people with three different personalities to come together and make a baby, basically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So picture this. It's hard for three people in general. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So picture three parents, right, with three different parenting styles mm-hmm. trying to raise one child. Yeah. And that's basically what happened with us, Yeah, which is <clears throat> very difficult to do with three people with similar personalities so imagine three different personalities coming together yeah right so so on the creative aspect there was a lot of bumping heads Mm -hmm. uh when it comes to the road and the route we wanted to take um because on many aspects you and i were on the same page Mm because we're very similar in personality yeah and as far as you know just the way we come together to resolve conflicts Mm -hmm. if there are any conflicts you know what i mean we can both sit down maturely and you know figure things out Mm -hmm. so and we we often meet in the middle gotcha like we've explained in recent episodes where it's like if one feels adamant about something the other one's willing to sacrifice their point of view for the better of whatever it is that we're working on yeah yeah right so when it came to the three-man thing it was just a lot of tugging and pulling Mm -hmm. with me kind of being in the middle kind of trying to keep the glue together yeah um and then after a while it got very exhausting and you know it turned into a thing where it was just like outside outside forces yeah i don't know if you guys seen that blue sign (laughs) that little pyramid that wish you were here thing this is where Um, you're like you know you think that like hey (laughs) you're hitting me up it's been a while Mm -hmm. i thought we were gonna hang out like yo come to this barbecue real quick and then they whip out a fucking laptop and start pitching you they basically back you into a corner to make you and it's usually at the worst time where you're like damn i really haven't done something in a while right let me have a night out and Mm -hmm. then they invite you Mm -hmm. to this bullshit ass pyramid scheme party Mm -hmm. that you'd even know because like they'll ease it in they'll be like this is kind of weird. Like I never seen like Stacy and like Anthony together in the same room. Like when did you guys start hanging out? And then you look over, you're like, no, there's a laptop. Oh no! And then the real ballers will like whip out the 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 projector, start projecting it up against the wall, and then they're like, oh, if you sit through this thing, then we'll feed you. Like a I've been, I'm been, I've been with this pyramid scheme for a week, and I already own a Benz. And you're just like, that's not real. Yeah. Like what I hate about those things is they're just their sales tactics. They swore they were like the best salespeople, mm. and yes, some of them were good, but I hate the tactic of ambush, basically, yeah. where it's like they pin you into a corner mm-hmm. and force you unless you push back, and you're put your foot down they 
pretty much scam you into giving you their I remember this one money. girl like she she was she's trying to put me in a corner <clears throat> about what we did in the diner at the diner and, and I was she just got like, super disrespectful and she got super disrespectful because I didn't even want to go there because I knew I already mm -hmm. had it in the pocket mm -hmm. and I was just like nah don't don't tell me yeah, she was saying that we were not passionate about things and stuff like that and that was like the beginning of the end I think because this person did not step in and jump in yeah. in our defense because it's like it's one of those situations where especially uh my life with this person uh we're through some tough times i mean when you're all living together already in a bad neighborhood or good neighborhood and we're like three grown men like at that time we saw each other as like men we're like already 21 22 23 and we're all sleeping on mattresses in a room. Why'd you say mattresses like that? Mattresses. <laughs> because I want to emphasize. So angry at the mattress. It's not even a mattress <laughs> with like the board under it. It's kind of like just a mattress. Mm -hmm. Not even a cover sometimes. Like people who slept on a couch. I slept on a couch. So we shared. <laughs> sometimes we ordered one meal from the Chinese food and we had to share it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking about. You go through all these things with people, right? Cold, like uh, you, you don't have money to keep the lights on sometimes or you're taking cold showers and all this other stuff. And it's like, you really try to look out for each other, right? And then for me, there was uh, one of my exes that came into the picture. And I'm not going to go into detail of what happened because I want to never want to put somebody on blast like that. But something very personal happened. And for me, what nobody knew behind the scenes, and I think this is this goes to show our passion and our professionalism for what we do as Benetton because nobody had a clue all these years because it happened early. It happened real early in, you know, the whole mist of Benetton. So for me, I had to make a decision do I stop it all here because we had things going for us or do I keep this going for the sake of all three of us? And it went from now I have to, it's like you witness a murder, right? And then you have to be quiet about it. Every time somebody starts talking about murder, like, Oh yeah, there's some murders going on and you're just like quiet about it. And for me, that was like the hardest thing because at the same time, when you kind of forgive, you don't even forgive this person. You just, you're, as a, as a man, you're saying, I'm going to let this slide, which I don't think I should have as a man thinking about it. But when that person starts downplaying you in front of other people, lying about you behind your back, and doing everything to destroy your image, and then ask you to, you know, take part of the company after, I was just like, I'm done. And I'm just saying, we, I felt like you and I, like, we never, like, you know, explained to the public what was going on, but it's something that was, like, truly, truly serious. And, um, you know, wh where do you go from there on? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was weird. It was a weird time. Yeah. And it was just, I don't know, it was just that unspoken thing, unspoken thing where mm. it's like, Sorry, let me just shut this off real quick before it goes off on me. It was like that unspoken thing where it's like, 
I felt like it should have stayed between us, you know, mm-hmm. when people are asking like, hey, what happened to the third member? It's like, oh, you know, we had our differences. Yeah. We parted ways type of thing. But there was a lot of things leading up to it. You know, it was just like years and years. It's mm-hmm. not like one day to the next. It was no, just no. like, okay, we're done with this. You guys got to think like we <clears throat> started the company. Like you guys see the symbol on Jay's shirt. We started Benetton in 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, like our first... 2006, like we were still playing music on CDs. And I remember like it was myself, Jay, and the third member. And we used to get like meetings outside of Def Jam. We would just take a bus, wait outside the Def Jam offices with a CD player, with a CD player <laughs> playing beats for whoever walked by in hopes that somebody was, you know, like somebody that worked at the label. And, you know, we finally got meetings like again we've been through everything um establishing this business for this long so if you guys are in this game i think this is just what i'm saying this to say this is this takes a long time uh this is not an overnight process um you find your strengths and weaknesses over the journey and then you start uh concentrating more and more on your strengths and your weaknesses at the same time to make them your strengths Mm-hmm. so you don't make the same mistakes over and over again and i think that we go through these life lessons because it teaches us don't be that vulnerable or don't let people disrespect you in business and personally you know so many different things that you 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 understand over time yeah and i think that this one was heavy as it was because it opened my eyes to a lot of things. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I realized, you know, even with that third person and uh, the ex-girlfriend that was in my life, she, you know, she put me in some crazy situations that pff, sounds like an HBO special. We'll get into them one day. I'm not going to waste your time in this podcast. <laughs> but some people are always amazed by the story. And, and I say it a lot because it made me, it made me who I am today. You know what I'm saying? Like before... I was a little more um, innocent to a lot of stuff. But then, like, it was the biggest wake-up call. It was, like, three years of hardcore, just life-changing situations. And, um, you know, that also opened my eyes to who Jay was over all these years. You know what I'm saying? Like, people's characters come up and they level to the surface after, the you know, the dust settles. And I think it's really important that you keep... Uh, close family and friends uh, within your circle and, you know, keep everybody else at a distance because people will come for you. They will come for your life. They will come for a lot of things. So, you know. I will find you. And we'll find you. you. (laughs) Yeah, man. So, yeah. I guess uh, without, like, getting into, like, nitty-gritty details, it's just, like, we always tell everybody, it's just, like, differences between the three of us and you and I were more, <clears throat> on the same page and the other person got a little too influenced by outside sources mm-hmm. or outside forces mm-hmm. and um that's why you have the to best of them. you have to know yourself right you really have to know yourself um in whatever you do because you know i have days and this is a reality i have those same people that you know told you what do you do or what do you contribute to the group mm-hmm. i have those same people approach me other days and they're like why don't you do your own thing bro like you don't need jay 
like you do this 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 and this and i'm like but you don't see behind the scenes you're not here you're not seeing what this guy puts in and it's like i'll decide that will decide that at the end of the day Mm -hmm. so like again just because somebody gets in your ear or they're like Mm -hmm. you know some people big me up more than Jay. Or there's probably people that big Jay up that don't know me mm-hmm. that big him up and like, yo, mm-hmm. do you really rock with this cat like that? Mm-hmm. So it's like, again, you always have to be careful of outside sources trying to break apart something that's good because some people don't want to see the best for you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's Other- funny because it's like, if there was ever an opportunity where they were like, yo, Parlay, I want this beat from you. I'm not going to be like, no, you're part of this group. You can't do that. No, mm-hmm. man, I'm going to push you forward. Yeah. And I'll smack you in the back of the head yeah. if you're ever like, no, I can't leave you behind. I think a lot of people, like, <laughs> I, th- I think a lot of people who were able to, or who who wanted an opportunity from me, like a lot of the times you guys don't see it, but people will try to take me as a producer, right? Because they like my production for their own thing. And I always bring Jay along. And some people are going to say it's either a bad business thing or a good business thing. But I let them know what our goal is at the end of the day. Like, yes, I'd like to be a producer. But at the end of the day, the forefront of this business is to put our music out. And so, like, where I go, my brother goes. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those situations where a lot of people just try to use me and kind of, like, tag Jay along to think, like, yeah, 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 just keep doing what I want. And then at the end of the day, you see, like, they don't care about our dreams. Mm -hmm. They just care about getting the beats from me or whatever the Mm -hmm. deal is. So it's kind of cool because you have Jay, who doesn't speak much around business meetings. He's more an observing type of guy. I was just about to mention that, too. Yeah. So, like, when stuff like that's going on, I'm in the corner just observing everything. I'm like, nah, this ain't cool. Yeah. So I don't like the vibes. I I don't feel. Jay's breaking down vibes. He's breaking down people. He's. Mm You know, he's really good with psychology on top of that. I think I'm pretty good as well. And I think that's what makes us strong business guy, you know, mm-hmm. strong business um, owners and men in our own. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like everybody just, you got to be in this for the long run. You can't be in it for the quick, you know, even if somebody approaches with you with a million dollars, you'll get that million dollars and you'll spend it really quick in one day. And then you'll realize you have nobody left in your life, which is 10 times more important. Yeah. Because you decided to drop people for that million dollars. Mm-hmm. And we've been in those situations way too often mm-hmm. where the snakes and leeches come around. And then at the end of the day, they back in the zoo and you buy yourself. <laughs> well, they know they can't uh, bite your ass. They're like, okay, maybe I'll go buy somebody else. That's it. Yeah. I feel like uh, money was a big factor in that situation, too, yeah. where it's like you kind of lose your. If you're going for. If your main purpose is to make money mm-hmm. and you forget why you're really doing this then you kind of lose yourself yeah. and you kind of lose the passion for why you started doing this because mm-hmm. you start doing music because you love it you love how it makes you feel you love how it makes other people feel you love the creative process mm-hmm. and then once you start saying oh my god i'm not making money off of this blah 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 which is eventually the end goal to finally make money off of what we do mm-hmm. but if that's the sole purpose of why you're doing it you kind of get lost in the sauce exactly because it was like a situation where we the three of us got into a fight because we were doing a show right and this person was being super adamant about like, yo, tell him a thousand dollars or nothing. I'm like, okay, but we're, we're nobody at this point. Nobody knows who we are. Mm-hmm. It's like we've done maybe like four or five shows. 
it's like we're not bringing people in so what's the incentive of somebody bringing joe schmoes into this venue yeah. to put on a show for nobody mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so my problem is when some people like for me that person's personality was insecure so they had to make up and act like they were a leader or an alpha male but leaders and alpha males know how to fall back for for the best of their village you know what i'm saying and i think that's really important like I've learned that with my relationship with you, where I can be very admin on a vision, on a particular sound and all this stuff. And I will push and push and push, mm -hmm. but I know there's a difference between you're pushing for the, you're pushing and breaking things versus you're pushing and it's to go up a hill. There's a difference between pushing and going up a hill and pushing and forcing something where it breaks and you can't fix it. Mm. And there's, that's very important to learn in life where don't force something. If you start feeling that force, that tension, you got to ease off. You got to ease off. Start, gotcha. you know, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> um, so that was the blue pill. Blue pill. <laughs> What's the red pill? Oh my I don't God. know if that answered a lot of people's questions. Cause I, I've told people here and there, nothing like detailed. Like I said, red pill is like also on a very like open, transparent, um, spectrum more transparent and open than me jacking off into a fucking sock yeah but it still has to do with sexuality <laughs> okay so i was gonna say uh best sexcapade best sexcapade and i know i was just like i just want to i want to enter new things in this uh podcast where it's just random really but peel off the layers huh that's what i'm talking about best sexcapade i'm like the what do you call it the the paint remover the paint thinner the paint thinner oh god this segment is called paint thinner <laughs> removing the layers removing the layers why, why don't we stick to wall. the onion one the generic one just peel the layers of the onion yeah we back. could do that okay no nah, i like paint thinner better sounds more violent <laughs> i don't know why but uh best sex capade i don't think i have like one moment in particular i could talk about a couple um <laughs> i just feel this is where the camera zooms into your like face and you're just and sweating goes, hello darkness my old friend <laughs> i'm sorry uh, if i put the pressure no 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 we could switch. i mean it's just i can't think of like one particular what's a, all right what's like a semi like interesting or funny story that you had sex sexcapade wise or something like where you're like oh my god this is like this is wild uh da, 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 da. i think i told one last episode with that i guess let's let's steer this in this direction which is i guess a little more direct okay i could give you a better answer is um what i enjoy <laughs> there we go okay so i told this to a few people right mm -hmm. and i think i mentioned to you yesterday off off air where it's like i've been really into like and i never thought i would be into this because whenever i watch like porn right guys ready for this one. yeah whenever i watch <laughs> porn my thing was always i would like to see some kind of penetration right yeah which is i don't know i guess you kind of envision yourself in the situation i yeah, don't know what basically. what the whole mentality of it is but that was always my thing. I always needed to see a heterosexual couple, you know, um, 
and I always needed to see penetration yeah, for yeah. whatever reason. And um, now I steered into the direction of the cam stuff, like the cameras. Yes. The the cam models or whatever. Yeah. And um, I think I found it like on Twitter randomly. Mm. It's like one of like the cosplay people that I follow, one of the cop- cosplay models. Cosplay does people, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was just like a link that she posted and I clicked on it. I was like, what is this? <laughs> so basically the whole concept if you haven't been on it hopefully i don't get anybody in trouble with this one but it's kind of like you you go on this website and it's basically like just picture like an apartment building yeah yeah. full of like crazy sex stuff right wow so you're walking into this building you walk into the first apartment and it's like oh here's a couple like reenacting like uh like an office type thing wow it's like the boss and the and the yeah, those yeah. are the people that actually go in boss and secretary like. yeah but nine times out of ten it's really literally just somebody in front of a camera just like hi i'm george <laughs> you're like why why is this guy george <laughs> why am i watching george <laughs> i don't know that's how it but, starts um, he's like gotcha guys <laughs> but the cool thing about it is and i guess i could call it cool because i enjoy it a little bit i'm sorry but it's like they have these sex toys that are activated by the tips that you give them right mm. so in a sense, it's kind of like you're going into the strip club without leaving the house. Interesting. But you see more. Is it kind of like a Goosebumps type of book where you can choose your path of what you want? Yeah, really? exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, because a lot of them have like, it sounds weird, but it's like a tip menu where it's like, for a certain amount of tokens, I'll do this. Mm. For a certain amount of tokens, I'll do that. Mm. For a certain amount of tokens, I'll show you this type of thing. So You're probably getting like, those from like Sweatcoin. <laughs> Yo, right? if they took sweat coins, man, I'd be on there every day. Damn. But but yeah, so it's like a pick and choose type of thing. Whatever you're into, gotcha. I'm sure there's somebody on there doing it. Gotcha. So. Nice. Yeah, that's what I'm into. And usually I have a phases, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to like porn. Right. So I'll have my a waiver. Like, yeah. So I'll have my my phases like every other time I'm on something. And um, I'm on something. Um. <laughs> I was on acid last night, (laughs) hanging from a chandelier. So I have phases, like ever so often, I switch it up where it's like, today I feel like, you know, looking up, I don't know, like, was like a POV. Okay. I don't know. Just to throw something out there. And then for this, I've been stuck on this one for a couple months now, so... Mm. So I don't, know, I don't know how long this phase is going to last. But. <laughs> that's interesting, though. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that's my my thing. Dope. So, Dope. sorry if I didn't answer your question directly. No, no, just, no. I, I, just, one. I just wanted to break that, uh, I don't know. Like, I want our podcast to be mm-hmm. well random, uh, well, <clears throat> well-rounded and random. So, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, when it comes to, like, what we call sexcapades, I guess recently it's been spectacular. Awesome. And I don't want to embarrass anybody, but <laughs> she's been A1. You know what I'm saying? Hanging from chandeliers. <laughs> she's been A1. We've been taking care of each other, if you know what I mean. And it's all about, I've been big on like communication, right? Okay. And that's what I try to preach. Also, oh, like dirty talk. More like <laughs> just, get out, just, get just talk in general. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? Yeah. It could be dirty talk, but it's more talk in general, like, oh, I like this, I like that, I don't like this, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and when we talk about this in front of my other friends, they're like, oh my God, I love how open you guys are. I'm like, it's, this is just like, because those people are swingers. <laughs> <laughs> they would probably frown upon that. <laughs> I 
<laughs> but um but yeah it's all about communication it's just like talking to your partner and be like hey you want to try this or, yeah. hey do you want to try that type of thing and just always be open-minded you know what i mean definitely so but um yeah so i told an embarrassing story last time around now it's your turn oh mm-hmm. jesus yep all right uh i have several embarrassing stories first Jesus. one that pops into your head because we don't have a lot of time <laughs> oh my god um <clears throat> make it quick i don't i don't i don't know where i would start like there's there's so many embarrassing i'm sure you should have I go, a lot of embarrassing stories i do should i go super like super clumsy and like should careless? i go should i go early childhood <clears throat> the teenage, most recent teenage years most recent yeah oh man most embarrassing Whatever you think people would find entertaining. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm here talking about jizzing into socks and my mom blowing up my spot. So. Yeah, I know. There's, there's, there's quite a few. All right. So, um. <laughs> I like this story already. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was, um, I was basically, I was in France and it was New Year's. And how long ago was this? This was 2010, <laughs> like around that period of time. And I hadn't had champagne in a long time. And champagne, for some reason, doesn't agree with my system. And you'll find out why. So <laughs> it was a very cold evening, right? Mm-hmm. It was kind of like this. Like it was one of like today like a minus eight type of feeling and we're like oh man let, let's uh we live like an hour and a half like we live in a rural area right so me and my girlfriend at the time and my father and my grandmother was like let's go into paris and watch the ball drop at the eiffel tower so in france you got to understand like everything even on new year's like unless it's like a specific restaurant closes at like nine there's no 7-Elevens. There's no anything like that no outside. out there, man? No. Outside we of the city. We would have no conversations out there. No it's, diners. It's like <laughs> flat line, like flatland and just darkness. Mm. Right? So I drank the champagne and my dad always likes to cook like heavy ass like banquet type of meals. Like during celebrations, he makes cakes and everything else. So I had a really big meal plus a champagne before I left the house. So we're in the streets and all that. My dad kind of like just dropped us off because he wanted to stay warm in the car. We were just like watching, you know, the Eiffel Tower light up and all that. So I'm like, oh, my stomach. It's not feeling right. Getting the bubblies. Oh, I'm getting the bubblies. <laughs> so my girlfriend thought it was hilarious. She's like, oh. it's always hilarious to the person that's not going through it. Yeah, she's like, oh, you have to take a shit. I'm like, yeah, I have to take a shit. But I'm like, this ain't no regular shit. <laughs> right? So, like, one, it's like your biggest fear comes true. Right? Because I'm always like, what if you're that person that ends up like having diarrhea and you're stuck on the bus from New York going home with no stops? <laughs> and like, oh even if there is a stop, you can't stop. Because, like, how are you going to get home? Right? <laughs> So my dad's like, let's get in the car. Let's go home. And my hour. Nah, man. Come on. Hour. The accent, bro. He's like, Richard, let's go. It's going to be an hour and a half. And we're going to be stuck in traffic. <laughs> right? So I'm like, fuck. So I'm in the car, right? 
And I'm just like, yeah, I can hold it. I can hold the it. The leg shaking. Right? <laughs> I can hold and it. And then I'm, it's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And you know when you start sweating and then you get these pains? So like literally it feels like my insides are being ripped apart because oh. you have to go so bad. And now you're starting to literally like perspirate. <laughs> so like everybody in the car doesn't get like, I'm about to shit my pants. <laughs> right. So everybody's laughing at me. No, my like father's like, oh. <laughs> and then like, like my girlfriend's just like in tears and my grandma even's like laughing. She's like, this is funny. You know, like I'm like, oh no. You're the only one that does it. By the way. So we're on the road in the highway and there's nothing in sight, like just darkness. And I tell my dad, I say, like, listen, if you don't pull over right now, I'm going to shit my pants. And he's like laughing, continuously laughing. Like, everybody doesn't take this serious. Right. So we go and it's as cold it is, as it is today. It's like minus eight. I'm in the middle of a parking lot. I'm looking. Where do I go? I pull down my pants. And I shit right between <laughs> carts. You know where they put them, right? Uh -huh. So I'm like right there in the middle. After that, I'm like, fuck, it's cold. What am I going to wipe my ass with? Oh, my grandma like no. throws some napkins oh, out the man. window. And I'm like, is this a, like, is this a fucked up joke? And they're still laughing. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So it's funny if they like hold it out the window. Like, here it is. <laughs> so like, so like my dad, right? I get in the car. He's like, he's like, oh, holy shit. And like, he starts saying all these like weird ass, like corny ass shit phrase. dad jokes. Yeah. He's like, oh my shit. He's like, and he's saying it with his French accent. Uh -huh. So he's like, oh my God, that guy, you must think about it. He has to go to work tomorrow. He's going to pull the carts out and he's going to see this heaping pile of shit and be like, fuck, this is the worst start to my new year. And I was just like, I didn't think of it like that. It was like, you don't think about it. I was just like, I don't know. It's ridiculous. I thought it was pretty embarrassing because mm -hmm. I'm like, you're when, shitting in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing it, more embarrassing than that. No. And it's cold. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, like guys, we deal with like shrinkage. So you're pissing at the same time, but like that's right. I forgot it's cold. Like you're like your <laughs> dick is like almost like in your body because it's saying, "Bro, it's cold Bruh, out. Give me a blanket." <laughs> so then you're like almost peeing like a girl and shitting yourself at the same time. <laughs> Nothing like a good old poop story. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like I'm like all about that. I usually hate when people talk about it, mm -hmm. but I was like, these are real life situations where I'm like, this mm -hmm. is pretty embarrassing. Maybe we could talk about another one next next episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, guys. It's all good. So let's uh I guess let's wrap things up with the gallery. So <laughs> the gallery. The gallery talk, of shame. We like to um highlight certain artists, songs, photographers, anybody, any creative that we feel deserves some credit for mm -hmm. whatever it is that they do. Yeah. Um now myself. I'll give you a song, an artist I've been listening to the last few days. Mm -hmm. I spoke about her briefly yesterday to you, and I think I might have put you on to her. I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's, uh, <clears throat> I want to say Isla or Ela maybe. Okay. It's spelled I as an igloo, mm -hmm. Y-L-A. Mm -hmm. And she's this super soulful, dope, like white girl <laughs> like when you listen to her voice i thought it was like a young black chick you know i don't know why but you know when you listen to r&b just like super your soulful. mind automatically just goes to 
yeah. you know, young black girl for some reason. But this girl is like a redhead, like complete mm. opposite. Freckles and all. <laughs> Freckles and all. So she's pretty dope, man. She put out a project. It's, um, <clears throat> let's see, go to the album. It's called War Plus Raindrops. War Plus Raindrops. Yeah. And I'll see if I could get it on the camera. That's Because I messed up uh, last episode. Give it a little time to focus or whatever. That's but, dope. And it's only five songs. And okay. every song is really dope. That's super fresh. And that's rare these days where it's like <clears throat> you put out a five, six, seven song uh, project. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even 50% of the songs, if they're good, it's a success. But this one, I love all the songs on here. Yeah. And she's really dope. I like her. So you guys check her out. Oh. And um, the other thing I wanted to highlight. Mm-hmm is actually an instagram slash twitter page okay they aren't creatives in the sense that they create things as far as music art or anything but Mm -hmm. it's uh the travel blog that i follow oh so they're kind of like an artist in their own right they're social media artists right so they're good at what they do okay so it's uh suz's travels i never know how to pronounce it so it's s-u-z-z-s okay t-r-a-v-e-l-s no display it right here nice so <clears throat> it's like a i think it might be like two or three girls from what i put together mm-hmm. been following them for a little bit and um they have about seven thousand followers mm-hmm. they're obviously trying to reach the ten thousand follower goal so they could start doing the swipe up thing so yeah um i've been telling quite a lot of people about this because um they post a lot of like travel itineraries um which are very helpful like if you're going yeah, to I a think you send me location. a couple of ones. yeah so a couple if, of them and they post um good deals on like flights yeah. and they'll tell you particular dates um uh, departure dates and arrival dates so you can get it as the best price they'll tell you where to go uh they'll give you discounts on you know travel related things like luggage um uh what else airbnbs so they have like you know discount codes for certain travel necessities so that's awesome um i think they're super dope super nice girls from what i see on here and uh they're super active too where it's like they post things every single day Mm. so it's like on their stories and on twitter they'll post you know different deals and stuff i don't know if you guys can see that on the camera it might be a little bright but you know they just post you know, a lot of cool travel related stuff. And, you know, they'll give you advice as far as, you know, things that'll make your travels easier, your packing easier, Mm. um, you know, just anything travel related. They'll talk about it. And, um, you know, I thought they were super dope. So that's awesome. So you got anybody? Yeah. Um, let me see. I, I mean, I don't know. I no, those are pretty big guys. I was going to say, like, I listened to, a lot of Majid Jordan, I think. Oh, speaking of Majid Jordan, I don't know if you saw it yesterday. I was going to send it to you mm-hmm. while I was driving home. I know I shouldn't be checking my Instagram as I'm driving home. Only have red lights, guys. <laughs> Only have red lights. Uh, they posted something. Might have been Majid. Uh, people. He posted something on his stories yesterday. I guess it's gone now. Okay. But he posted a picture of himself and he said new up top. So I'm assuming new music's coming on the way. Mm. So... I'm, I, I'm always excited when they drop new music for so. me like um you know sometimes i like to catch the middle tier person like the up-and-comer that you know is about mm-hmm. to pop so i i rather give that time to people that we either personally know or mm-hmm. you know anything else so i would say 
for this week, I am going to give it to A Natural. Uh, A Natural is an R&B singer. Um, okay, Nat. From Irvington, <laughs> New Jersey. Hey, Nat. Um, again, I guess like since we're involved with them, it's always going to seem like a shameless plug, but I've had yeah. the opportunity to shoot his last two music videos. And um, he's an incredible, incredible spirited singer. He's such a dope person uh, in general. And basically, um, I think he definitely deserves an honorable mention mm -hmm. because he works incredibly hard uh, for his own craft. And um, I see him going many places because he's been persistent. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's also written for Mac Wilds. He's, um, you know, he, he's done so many things, so many mm -hmm. things. And he has two projects out. It's called Ambitions of a Fat Boy. <laughs> and um, Big Boy ain't that. Yeah. He's sexy chocolate. Sexy <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, nah, he's, he's, he's super dope. And you super guys. Humble super, super humble, too. Super humble. And yeah. he's always on point, like, business-wise. <laughs> like, uh, he never questions your price or anything else. Like, he's always on prompt and paying and. You know, I for for anybody else works with him, you can only appreciate mm -hmm. an artist and a customer like that, um, mm -hmm. and a friend the same. So, really great guy. Check him out. Name right here. So yeah, that was the gallery for you guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. Yes. And make sure to hit up all those artists. Uh, check out the music. Check out those Instagrams. Uh, tell them we sent you. You know. And uh, yeah, that was episode seven. Hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. Uh, I know we did, but uh, you know, like always, subscribe to the YouTube. Always like, subscribe. Always uh, turn on the notifications so you could get those uh, videos once we post them. Yeah. A um, lot of people been letting us know that you know mm -hmm. they're watching, mm -hmm. they're enjoying, right. and that's what matters to mm -hmm. us most. Yeah, if yeah. you guys aren't enjoying. That just ask us some questions man I, I hit up a lot of people make sure you ask us some questions that way we don't run out of ideas to talk about yeah, yeah. Um, and we want to make sure that we answer the questions that you guys want answered you know exactly. what I mean so you know and also subscribe to the uh, Apple Podcasts if you have Spotify we're on there too mm -hmm. uh, make sure you leave a, a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts uh, that gets us higher in the rankings um, you know for us to get in the uh, ears and eyes of other people yeah. um, hopefully yeah. next time uh, I think we might have a couple guests that might uh, you know <clears throat> stir some things up yeah. in a good way we're just trying to figure out the logistics as far as you know a time and date to sit down with these people whether we're going to do it via Skype or in the in this small little studio that we got but um, you know we're just trying to work things out but uh hopefully we'll have some uh dope people that we're talking to at the next uh episode not yeah. saying that we're not dope but <laughs> you know what I there's mean. a lot but, of uh, other dope people yeah man so yeah thanks again thank you for tuning in you guys are the bomb.com and uh yeah like always let's hit them with the outro in the intro in the spectrum of the outro being the intro you know what i mean it's getting wow. super complicated <laughs> Can you hear it? Can you hear it?